What's going on? It's your boy, Che Cole, and you're now tuned in to episode 168 of the Cold Therapy Podcast entitled, Why Jesus? Let's get into it. Another episode of the Call Therapy Podcast. So let's hop into it. Uh, so we've been dealing with this Christological, the study of Christ. We've been dealing with that over the past few weeks. And so now I want to really um, just discuss why Jesus, right? Why Jesus? We've talked about having a revelation of Jesus. We've talked about Christ as Savior. We've talked about Christ as Lord. Now we're going to talk about why Jesus, but everything that I've shared, if that hasn't uh, got you thinking or even um, wondering why uh, I should serve Jesus, if that wasn't enough, I really just want to talk um, briefly about why Jesus. And I think this is important, uh, as I've talked about previously on here, so you may have to go back. Uh, over the course of time to, to see, but uh, I, I really began wrestling with uh, why do you believe? Why, Jesus, of all the things that we have at our hands, uh, with all the things that we have uh, in terms of information, why would someone choose Jesus out of all the religions, out of all the different methods and theologies and, and thought processes and intellectual capabilities with technology, with all these different things, why Jesus? And I think this is uh, more so a personal sense uh, in terms of understanding why Jesus. Yes, there are things in the Bible that will help paint the picture of why Jesus as my favorite scripture in the scripture for this episode, John 14, 6, where Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one gets to the father except through me. Right. As John 14, verse six. And so having that understanding, it's knowing that there is not many ways. There is not uh, an abundance of ways to get uh, to heaven, an abundance of ways to get to God, uh, but it is through the one way. The one way is Jesus, uh, and understanding that, uh, it really has to, uh, if you want to take it even a step further, when you compare, and I don't want to compare or ostracize other religions based on this because I haven't studied every religion to, to understand uh, the thought process, the, the thinking behind why someone would choose that faith or not. Uh, I think a lot of our, uh, a lot of the other uh, religions uh, began to look at works-based faith, uh, right? Where I have to, in order to, uh, to, to meet God, in order to fulfill this desire of uh, coming closer to God, there is a works-based mentality uh, that's behind it. And, and some religions uh, would 
would ask you to die for your God, right? And, and there is a, a certain thing of being a martyr for Christ. Um, but Jesus, he says, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly, or, or some translations say life to the, to the full, right? So God, Jesus wants us to live for him. And in, in, in living for him, it may uh, require some death to some things. It may require death to uh, some of the sin nature that we have, some of the things that we uh, have uh, come fallen in love with, if you will. But in terms of uh, looking at uh, the, the totality of Christ and having that revelation of Christ, it's, it's understanding that why would I serve Jesus when, uh, when it seems or we painted the picture of restrictions or, or there's these boundaries, but no, it is actually when you think when you have that revelation of Christ, as uh, as we talked about before, uh, as Lord and Savior, when you have a revelation of who Christ is, you understand that it's not a restriction placed on you. It's actually uh, guidelines to help you thrive, to help you live, uh, because uh, sin uh, represents death. Sin, when sin entered the world, that's when death entered the world. And so by sin nature, uh, it causes death. Right. And so then you may say, well, how are all these other people thriving? How are all these people who uh, aren't aren't believers? How are there are they thriving? And I would just remind you uh, that Second Corinthians four and four verse four says uh, that the God of this world has blinded the minds. The God of this world is a lowercase g. Who is the God of this world? It is actually uh, Satan. Right. But through Christ, we have overcome the schemes and the wiles of the enemy, Satan. And so it is through Christ that we have life and life to the more full. So why Jesus? Because he gives life. He is the bearer of life. He gives us life. And so it's when we have that revelation of Christ to understand that uh, my 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 natural proclivities, my natural state of being is actually more harmful. You see, uh, without this revelation, without this perspective, we we start to wrestle with uh, people think they're living, people think they're thriving, but they haven't uh, really come into the knowledge of Christ. They think that living for the world, living for uh, in this kind of hedonistic, uh, hedonistic is just a word that, that simply means uh, to, to gratify or to live for pleasure. This, this, uh, this thought process that uh, I, I want to enjoy uh, and, and have a, a pleasurable life, right? So I, I'm looking for what feels me, what, what makes me feel good at the end of the day. So we have a bunch of, of this within our culture. Uh, and so what happens is because we, we're satisfied with the temporary highs, we're satisfied uh, with uh, the few minutes that the sex gives or the, the few uh, minutes of the buzz of the high or the, the few minutes of, of fun, appear to fun uh, in terms of being drunk or, or whatever the case may be, living with no care in the world, no, um, no, no, thought process of, of why I'm doing what I, I want to enjoy. Uh, when we have that perspective, we think we're living, we think because they haven't come to the revelation of Christ, right? To know 
that all those things, that's why I have to continually do those things. I have to continually to try and meet the standard, to try and meet uh, and fulfill uh, this, the desires of the flesh, gratifying the desires of the flesh, right? But as the Bible tells us to walk in the spirit and you will not gratify uh, the flesh. And so in terms of walking in the spirit, the joy that comes and, and shameless plug, go back and watch the Thrive Bible study that uh, occurred a few months ago and it was recorded here on, on YouTube and, um, and, and on Zoom. And so uh, that the whole thought, thought process behind doing that was to encourage believers that you have been given life. You have been given life and life to the more full. So that is why Jesus, because he gives us life and life more abundantly. And so it is that we must still enjoy life while serving and living for God, that I can enjoy my life. I can enjoy a life of Christ and not be boring. I can enjoy a life of Christ and not be basic, if you will, and not just uh, it's not uh, church isn't the only thing in, in terms of uh, going to church, right? But when you truly understand to have that revelation of Christ, I understand that I, I'm called to live. I'm called to uh, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Who doesn't want to do that? Who doesn't want to be a carrier of God's presence to know that I can heal, that uh, through Christ, uh, I've been given the authority to heal. I've been given the authority uh, to, to, tr to have community, to uh, be with like-minded believers. I don't have to look to these organizations. I don't have to look to these different things to find community because I have brothers and sisters in Christ. Whenever we do this thing called church, right, whenever we do this relationship with Christ, right, there is actually so much fun that you can have living for God. And it takes a, a uh, renewing of the mind, as Romans tells us, to understand that what I have been doing was actually harming me in the form of fun, that we've had these beautiful distractions in the form of fun, that we think that these things are better. And I'm getting totally off the subject here of why Jesus with this. Uh, hopefully this still makes sense. But all of these beautiful distractions that have placed us in this cyclical nature of uh, having to get high again, having to go to sex again, having to go to, to the drugs again, having to go to these things again. And that we wonder why we can't get any fulfillment. I can't get any fulfillment in life. And I have to continue to turn up the bottle. I have to continue to puff on, on the weed, on, on the drugs, on these different things. But when Jesus said, Jesus says that if you drink from this well, you will never thirst again. What is this well that he's talking about? He's trying to help us understand that we don't need to look to all these other different substances. We don't have to look to these. We don't have to look to the man. We don't have to look to the woman. We don't have to look to anyone else but to Jesus for uh, ultimate satisfaction, or ultimate fulfillment in life. And that uh, and I told you I'm getting on a tangent, but that is the reason just as a hypothesis that is part of the reason why we have so many people within a millennial young adult Gen Z generation uh, and it expands even beyond that uh, dealing with this mental health crisis, dealing with an increased anxiety. It's because we've gotten away from the foundations of who Christ is and we don't understand our identity in Christ until we understand that. We don't understand that uh, with identity in Christ comes the fulfillment that we're looking for, comes the answers that we're searching for. The Holy Spirit leads and guides us to all truth. And so the things that I'm trying to figure out and navigate through is through the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ that I can understand what my life is about. I can understand my 
my purpose. I can have peace because God, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. All these different things that we're searching for, we're looking for answers in all the wrong places. But I came came to let you know that why, in terms of why Jesus, it is because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Everything that we're searching for, all these different things is only found and rooted in him. But because of our perspectives, because uh, the God of this world has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. And since he has done that, we don't have a perspective of who Christ is. And so and when I say why Jesus, I'm looking at myself and I ask myself, I, and this is something I've wrestled with for uh, at least a year and a half now. But I've wrestled with why do I believe? Because uh, and it takes even a step further, because I think what happens is we tend to uh, to look at God and look at this relationship with Christ. And I'm speaking to those who already believe now uh, and, and have so we can wrestle with this just a, for a second. Uh, for, for those of you who already believe, when it comes to why Jesus, we have to move past. I serve God for the benefits of God. I serve God because uh, he blesses me. He gives me the things that I want. He gives me the desires of my heart. Yes, that is true. But there is something else that is missing. And it is the fact that God created us, that God, we were created in his image and likeness with the purpose of serving him, of glorifying him and lifting his name, lifting the name that is above every name, lifting and glorifying. Glorifying God, letting our light shine before men that they may see our good works that glorify our God in heaven. And so it is it is having a perspective of I serve God. I love Jesus because I couldn't save myself is why Jesus as well. I couldn't save myself in terms of getting back to God. So I needed Jesus to come to die for my sins. Right. And so for those of you who have been believers for uh for years on end or, or maybe have accepted Christ as Lord and Savior as we pray with you before and and, uh, and talked about it. And um, you may have embarked on this journey and you just stumbled upon this podcast. I think it's important that, you know, in terms of why Jesus. Why am I doing this? Why am I going to church? Right. The Bible says, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. If you love me, you'll keep my commands. Right. And so he, he's saying uh, when Jesus says that, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. He's saying, if you love me, you'll seek me. Those who seek me will find me. Right. So why Jesus? Why? And getting back to, to my original point, because I went on a tangent here. I had to wrestle with that for myself because I, I don't. Uh, maybe this is the case for you. I don't want grandma's faith or, or mom and dad's faith just because we have a lot of people who that's the only reason they, they don't understand the foundations of the faith. They don't understand why they just know I, I, I go to church because I'm supposed to. I, I, I just pray because I'm supposed to. I'm, I'm commanded to. And yes, that is a, a great thing, but you can wear the title of Christian and your heart be far from him, right? And so this is why it's important that you have a personal relationship to know why Jesus. And really, this episode isn't to convince you of why Jesus, outside of saying he is the way, the truth, and the life, that all the answers that you're searching for and seeking are through Christ alone, your creator, right? God the Father, the creator whom we have access to through Jesus Christ. 
who is the propitiation, the mediator between us, our sin nature and righteousness. It really isn't to suggest to to those of you who are already believers and convince you and strengthen and bolster your faith. But it's also to ask you, why? Why, Jesus, of all the other things, can you make it personal? Can you understand why do I believe in this this man named Jesus and this savior, this sovereign saint? Why do I believe in the sovereignty of God? Why do I believe that? Because if we're honest and, and I've had a conversation, an interesting conversation at podcast in the park with a with a man. I wasn't really a part of the conversation. I was just kind of listening to, to the perspective and, and just being there um, as a as a man of God to to a man whose whose perspective was. Well, God, how do you explain? In, if God in the beginning, God, then how do you explain where does the beginning start? And, and so we have to wrestle with how do you explain he just was. He just is like in the beginning, God, there there is nothing before God. There is nothing uh, that would precede God because God has always been in the beginning, God. Right. And so people will start to 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 try to intellectualize. Don't allow the intellectual spirits to uh, get you to to wrestle with uh, the sovereignty of God, because if so, speaking for me personally, I don't I wouldn't want a God that I could fully understand because that then would make me God that would make me better than if I could fully understand God why do I need God right and so this intellectual thought process begins to to reign and infiltrate the hearts and minds of it's a tactic of the enemy to get you to try to to say well I can't fully understand it so I just won't do it I just won't under I just won't follow I just won't believe right but Isaiah tells us that his ways, God's ways, are higher than ours. His ways, his thoughts are higher than ours. Right. Meaning I can't even begin to conceptualize the fullness science. And, and I'm getting on a tangent here and I promise we're going to end this episode here shortly. Science does nothing uh, other than speak to the uh the way that God created what he created, the way that God did. It is the it is our human explanation of what God created. Right. Because people will point to uh, the Big Bang Theory and uh, scientific uh, measures to uh, to conceptualize, you know, how we have a heart, how we have uh, different things and the molecules and the atomic structure of of different things. But all that does is speak to the deity and the sovereignty of Christ to know who could conceptualize your creation, who could even think of that to, to start there to make the heartbeat to make the different organs work together to make uh, the different animals, the plants, all all the the circle of life, if you will. Come on, Lion King, uh, make the circle of life come into place, except for a sovereign savior who who is all knowing, who is all powerful. Right. And so why Jesus? <laughs> Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. No one gets to the father except through me. So as I said, there are other religions and other thought processes that try to 
so here, here's one thing I wanted to mention in this uh, that I thought was interesting. I was reading and actually if you type in why Jesus, if you just Google why Jesus, there's a great PDF. I haven't read through the whole thing, but it explains it has illustrations and everything. There's a PDF from a book um, that is titled why Jesus. So that's also a great resource to look at. Um, but I, I was looking at something and uh, it was saying how uh, if if Jesus wasn't didn't exist, if Jesus wasn't real, if, uh, how do you explain the whole calendar system being based off his birth before Christ and his death um, in, in terms of A.D., right after the death of Christ. We have a whole calendar system based on this. We have historical accounts of Jesus. We have historical accounts of of people who whom we know we have pieces of their literature who are are talking about Christians, who are talking about believers in the days following Christ. We have all the this evidence and in, in, in actuality, the Bible is has been referred to as one of the most historically accurate uh, texts. Right. So there's some other things that you have to think through in terms of why Jesus. But as I said, this isn't fully to convince you of why Jesus It's just to provoke the thought, to provoke the conversation, to help you start to begin to to wrestle with for yourself. Why Jesus? I have a revelation of Christ. I have a revelation of him as Savior and Lord. But why? Why do I still believe? Why do I believe in my mind and in my heart that Jesus is Lord and Savior, not for the benefit of me even, but for the benefit of others that I might be able to to reach some, to, to help them in their journey, right? And so uh, to end this episode, I'll say, as I said earlier, for me, it wasn't, it's not because my grandmother was raised in the church or my mother and, and all these different things people in my life or these influential people, it's because I've had an encounter. How uh, my brother Kevin says, is, you can't deny an encounter with the living God. What other religion do you see people being healed in the name of Jesus or in the name of their faith? What other religions are you seeing miracles, signs and wonders? We have to wrestle with that. You have to wrestle with that in terms of your belief, in terms of your thought processes. Um, yeah, so that's going to do it for this episode. I know it was kind of like rambling session. I, I probably didn't connect the dots uh, as as well as I could have or should have. But I really just wanted you to wrestle with and start to begin to think, why Jesus? Why for me? Right. And it's not to challenge you, but it's to help you, to encourage you uh, in, in terms of not just being the faith of your family or the faith of your friends, but being your personal Lord and Savior, being your personal faith journey. And I'd love to talk with you about it uh, to see where you're at, where you're landing on it. Um, But that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, As always, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to it on. Um, Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave a like, leave a comment. Uh, Did this episode challenge you a little bit? I know, like I said, I know I was kind of all over the place and bouncing a lot, but hopefully it, it challenged you in your, in your thinking and something to think about throughout the week. Um, follow us on Instagram, all the social media, uh, Facebook, threads, TikTok, all that at Cold Therapy. And as always, 
I am your host, Che Cole. I appreciate you all for tuning in, listening, watching, viewing, commenting, whatever it is that you do to support the channel uh, and, and podcast. So that's going to do it for this episode. Until next time. <laughs>